Just in and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life, life, you bitch, you cold, hard bitch of a woman, hitting me with your wind and your ideas and your folks, yelling at me. What am I going to do? How am I going to deal with this? I can't do it head on. I've got to do some self-harm. That's right. I've got to take this, and if I think about throwing up or cutting myself or drinking a bunch... I don't have to think about Mr. Wiggles putting his penis in my ear. That's right. <laughs> that music underneath almost makes it enjoyable. Right. <laughs> What's up, everyone? This is The Brighter Side. Uh, I'm Ed Larson. That was Amber Nelson, as always. Thank you. And Eddie Ewing is here with us as you know, our commander-in-chief, making sure that we uh, are loud enough and we're smart enough. And he takes out our ahs and our ums to make it sound like we are smarter than we really are. Oh, yeah. We record for five hours. <laughs> a lot of it's dead air. We're like, um, I, I don't know. My feet hurt. <laughs> Football. Uh, uh. <laughs> By the way, when we were trying to log on to Skype, which you're going to hear later, we were talking to somebody. Uh, Eddie, we used Eddie's passwords. And he's like, you try a few. And it was all. Don't tell people what my passwords are. <laughs> Could you, I mean, I was nice enough to let you guys in on it. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I shouldn't tell the world what Eddie's passwords Start the show with my fucking passwords. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about self harm. Ed Larson one two four. I but that is I mean all right so self harm. Let's just we're gonna start the show off with um, a little something uh, in the news. I felt like we had to talk about it, and it is a state committing self harm on itself. And yeah. it is this uh, Alabama abortion law is fucked up. It is crazy. It won twenty five to six. In in Alabama, uh, 25 white dudes voted to make abortion a class A felony. Uh, Even if you're raped, even if it's incest, even if it's whatever. They even put in a bill at the last second uh, to put cases of rape and incest to be, you know, able to have abortions, and they voted that down at the last second, and they voted it in. 
and 25 white dudes voted for it. Uh, six people voted against it. And then a woman, the governor, Kay Ivey, uh, passed, uh, signed it on Wednesday. And uh, I guess it's a law. Women are misogynists, too. Let me tell you what. When I was living in Louisiana, I had a little problem with my vagina. Mm-hmm. And do you know how long it took for us to find a gynecologist? I mean, it's very hot down there and very swampy. You grew <laughs> up in a swamp. You I know? had an <laughs> alligator look in my pussy and tell me what's up. I, my, both of my parents had to take off of work because it was like a, something like a seven-hour drive Jeez. to get to a gynecologist, like a person who specialized in my body. Louisiana is a very liberal place where at least New Orleans is. Yeah. And it is It is uh, also one of the states where it's very difficult for uh, abortion access. We've covered abortion access plenty of times on this show. Uh, we've talked to my beautiful future wife, who is a champion of this issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked to our, uh, our, our our guest later on about abortion years ago. Did you remember that? Yeah, Justy Dodge. We talked to her about her abortion that she had years ago. Yeah. And uh, since then, we have uh, both become... Uh, very much more well informed, and this is—I mean, I mean, I can see nothing short of a tragedy. Nothing short. I can see why um, abortion will be considered illegal through a lot of states because human beings are a commodity. Mm-hmm. You need more people to build the shit, to buy the shit, to go die in a war we didn't ask for. Well, that and it's fucking religion. I mean, this yeah. is—you know—abortion's illegal. I think in Ireland. In uh, a lot of South America, you know, and it is it is crazy. But now in America, even after Roe versus Wade, I mean, obviously this is all going to go to the Supreme Court. This is all going to be a big deal. We're going to be talking about it for a while. But Georgia's pulling shit. Ohio's pulling shit. Missouri, there's only one abortion clinic in all of Missouri. There's only like three in Kentucky, you know, and this is, you know, it is a fucking national emergency. Even abortion clinics, just a gynecologist, somebody that knows what's going on. Yes. I mean, just a lady that was, and and speaking of how women are also a part of the um, patriarchy, Mm -hmm. when I did find a fucking gynecologist, I I was a virgin, I was a child, and then she put a duck clamp inside of me. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It looks like a medieval torture. Advice. Yeah, and they open it up. And she a... just slammed it open. And I was crying. And oh. I was like, I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. Please stop. And she was like, deal with it. And then just slammed me open. And I, it was hot. I didn't go she to a She treated you like a dog. Like a dog. I didn't go to a gynecologist for years. I, I'm still kind of like wary of it. I'm like that with the dentist. Yeah. My top vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but this is, uh, I mean, all joking aside, this is crazy. Alabama is a fucked up place. Uh, I got to say, if one state deserves to have abortion, it's Alabama. Uh, I'm it, never gonna buy even like a cr- like a donut at you know a little passerby at, in Alabama. I mean, Georgia recently passed a bill that uh, passed it uh, six weeks uh, after pregnancy, which is I mean, most people don't even know they're pregnant. No, they at don't. six weeks, especially uneducated younger girls. Who like I mean people go almost the whole time without even knowing they're pregnant if you're fucking fat enough dumb enough I'm sorry <laughs> if that happened to you I didn't know I couldn't think of a better word and um, like in high school um, the guys they would just walk the halls and the girls would be escorted away and mm-hmm. she's done I don't know where where's Tammy oh she's gone she's yeah. just gone and he's meanwhile just like his whole life is ahead of him he's fine yeah I mean that's the thing because we don't gotta we just fucking dump our jizz into a woman and then 
that's it. We get to walk away scot-free. And then you have a fucking sack of potatoes for the rest of your life. And you have to deal with that shit. And it's like, and it ruins your life. And this is the reason I think that obviously what keeps the poor poor. Yeah. And what keeps, you know, because a poor person can't afford an abortion or doesn't have access to it. And they get pregnant because sex is the only thing that's fucking free. And you get pregnant and then you're forced to take care of this kid for the rest of your life. And guess what? And if you are a good mother, quote unquote, you can't see my air quotes over <laughs> uh, the, the podcast. But if you are a good mother, then you drop out of school, you take care of the baby, you, you, you nurse the child and you fuck up your job. And, you know, especially if it's like, God forbid, your job is like fast food chain or Walmart, you know, it's like, yeah, they will give you maternity leave, but you're not going to be well off. It's not, you're not, you know, it's not something that's helping you. And this is keeping women down. This is keeping women from uh, moving forward in their careers, moving forward in their lives. And this is why that men still easily control the world. And maybe that's what this is all about. Maybe this is like, this is something to keep the poor down. And to keep women down, and so they don't fucking get in power and change everything. Poor women have a lot of ideas that can change some shit. I mean, I grew up as a poor woman. Yeah. Like where I fucking am. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, if you, I mean, obviously, if you're in Alabama and you need to have an abortion, you could fucking drive to Florida, you know, or whatever. But still, that's a hassle. Some people are saying that you will need, if you leave the state and you're pregnant, you will need to prove that you're still pregnant when you come back. I just don't doubt anybody. (laughs) (laughs) that's a pregnancy tester for i mean obviously there's gonna be there's gonna need to be a lot of weird loopholes and we're gonna fucking go into vera drake land you know which is the most random reference i could reference but it's an it's an it's it's an oscar nominated abortion movie from like 15 years ago. oh eddie loves the sad movie i love sad movies but you don't want to watch dog purpose or dog's journey because that's stupid i want to watch dog's journeys i mean it's i mean i do like that they made a children's movie about dead dogs i think that is funny it's a good dog it keeps coming back (laughs) i only wish the dog could talk and he's like i'm in the wrong family i feel like time is a wrong is wrong in dog's purpose because like there's like a guy who reconnects with the dog but he's only like 10 years later and like he's gone through like four i don't know but the uh, dog's purpose go see it if you want to see it but they that's not what fucking we're talking about abortion i don't (laughs) want to talk about dog's purpose oh man Uh, you know so this is the most fucked up thing is because like a convicted rapist could potentially receive less jail time than the his victim that he impregnates and has an abortion yeah that is crazy i mean it's the same it's a class both are class a felonies and a punishable up to 99 years. And so there's rape and fucking, and this is in Alabama. Send These are all Alabama laws. Yeah. And, and abortion, mm-hmm. which is now considered, I guess, murder. And which is fucking nuts to me. Which, by the way, Tommy Loren agrees with this. You know who else agrees with this? Pat Robinson, the fucking <laughs> evangelist. The, the, the Alabama evangelist is like, no. This can't happen. I mean, like out of everybody, you know, like, yeah, it's it's like this fucking nuts. It is like it's gone too far. And like, it is crazy. There is no way that this is going to help anybody. And it's not murder. I understand if, you know, you feel like you have something living in you and, you know, it's up to you and your decision, but it's not fucking murder. It is a 
grouping of cells. It is like, think of it as like a fucking tumor, you know, that, you know, if you don't get rid of this thing, your life's different forever, you know? And I'm like, yeah, it could end up being like the most beautiful, wonderful thing in the world if you plan it out right. Yeah. But if you don't plan it out right, you know, like there's plenty of women who are fucking nannies who raise rich people's children and don't raise their own fucking children. You know, and their children are back in the islands or they're back, you know, in some back home and they're spending 20 hours a day with someone else's family. Yeah. And this is shit. We are not going to progress as a nation with stuff like this. And it is not. And we are. This is just more. I don't know. I, I want to say like capitalist bullshit. Because I think it is. I know it sounds it weird. It is. We need more people. I mean, the reason why China is kind of in the top ranking of, of places in the world is because mm-hmm. they simply have more people to yeah. throw into war, to throw into, like, building the iPhone. And we are, like, uh, I think the third generation lowest of birth rates yeah. right now. I mean, Alabama, that's for a reason also. Because we it is we are evolving, and we are killing the earth, and we are having less babies and we're having you know and like who knows what's going on yeah and this is like also alabama sixth poorest uh state in the nation third fattest by the way yeah you know and like as a fat man you know i mean i don't know i mean like do they really need more kids it's like what are they proving here I don't know. It's, it's, there was like, there's a lot of conservative takes on it. And this one guy, I won't say his Twitter handle because I don't want to give him any more traffic. But mm-hmm. he was like, if a 12 year old girl is raped, she should come into like have the, ch- the child because how else will people know that she was raped? And I was like, if a 12 year old is pregnant, yeah. she's been raped, dude. Yeah. That's, the, that's the, you know. <laughs> and like, who's, I mean, these kids are going to end up in adoption agencies. They're going to end up through the foster care system. More tax dollars. Yeah. And like, what do you, who, like, what do you think is going to happen? This is crazy. This is going to make poor people poorer. Well, fuck. What do we do? Just go shoot Get, everybody? Ladies, honestly, I mean, I, you know, you say it to people who are gay and they live in Alabama. Now you're a woman. Uh, you're black in Alabama. Just get out of Alabama. I grew up in Florida. It's pretty close by. I mean, it sounds like a crazy place with crazy laws, but at the same time, felons are allowed to vote now. That's great. You know, and like, you know, they, they don't take these things away. You're like, if you get an abortion and like, say they only give you the minimum sentence, you're not going to be able to vote anymore. Yeah. Like, that's like, it's a crazy well, fucking thing. The government doesn't want women to vote. No. I mean, of they course, we saw vote. that. I mean, like, we, you know, we, we didn't let you vote for very long, over 100 years after we started. Oh, of course, bullshit. people still don't like it. Um, but it's very hard to leave. I mean, I was in Louisiana. It was hard to leave. I didn't do any drugs or really yeah. drinking a lot in high school because I was like, I got to get on a scholarship to college. Get out, ladies. And then get if out, you can. Get I know out. it is hard to leave. It's and hard, but you can do it. Just if you get play- on a fucking Greyhound. You can go be poor somewhere else that's kinder to you and will help you. Alabama obviously does not care about its citizens uh, and only cares about a fucking fake being in the sky and stealing and keeping the poor poor and keeping their people down. And as you know what, let them fucking have it. Get out of there, please. Just come um, to L.A., (laughs) go to New York. We'll take you. We'll love you. I know plenty of great Alabama people who left Alabama, and I'm sure they got plenty of great friends who stayed. 
Just get out. Yeah, call me. Fuck that fucking place. I've got some places you can live. I've got some like missions you can stay at where you can stay for six months for free. You yeah. just have to do a drug test. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And they'll help you find a job. Please, guys. Get I- out, I'm women. sorry that y'all are going through this, Alabama. If you're listening, I don't mean to shit on your state. Shit um, on the state. But I- I'm shitting on the people who are running your state. And I feel... My heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to the people of Ohio and the people of Georgia and the people of Missouri and the people of Kentucky, Mississippi, and anywhere else, and Louisiana, and anywhere else where it's really hard for you to get the access that you deserve and you need. Uh, it's I can't believe we even have to fucking talk about this. I mean, I grew up in Saudi Arabia, and I see that men, just not all men, but the mm-hmm. government really does not like women. They want to hide us, cover our mouths, and use us as an incubator. It, the, you know what this is, though? Honestly, you want to do the brighter side of this shit? Mm-hmm. I was talking to you about it the other day when we were texting about this. It's Women are taking over. It is going to happen. Y'all are going to be in charge pretty soon, and all this shit's going to change, and we're finally going to get on track, and we can start moving towards renewable resources and common sense and away from just making money for greedy people and, and, and then taking God out of the fucking government buildings. Yeah. And is this, this needs to happen. Needs this is too crazy that it's still going on. Mike Pence, you go fucking suck a dick. Uh, a, <laughs> woman, <laughs> a woman did sign the bill, but women yeah. can also be misogynist as well. K. Ivy, Governor K. Ivy signed that bill. Fuck uh, her. On Wednesday. Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I, think, like, I don't know how to how, She's a bitch. how to properly say that, you know, but fuck that fucking bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I hope she falls down a flight of stairs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, oh, she's hope she trips on her stupid ass Walmart heels as she's running down the fucking oh Senate God. house in, in Mobile, Alabama, or wherever the fuck it is. You know, now, conservatives are going to take that clip and be like, <clears throat> oh, look at these pro-lifers that want a woman to fall down the stairs. I'm like, yeah. no, I want a woman that wishes other women evil to fall down the stairs. Yeah, She's hurting people. I'm sorry I was rude. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't very brighter side of me. No. You're right. I shouldn't wish ill on her. I hope that she um, grows a fucking heart. The Grinch did it. Why can't this bitch? Yes. <laughs> she can right. do it. All right. We're going to move on to our episode, and today's episode is self-harm. Um, uh, self-harm is interesting. Uh, I think that all of us do it in a yeah. way whether we know it or not. I think that uh, there is certain things in our life. I started making a list of different ways that we self-harm ourselves or different. Oh, I, mean, I think it was like a, just a list about how I fuck myself up. Oh yeah. You know, like, and so we, and then you go down and you're like, Oh shit, that is something that I, I do to like mess up the mess up my life and put me behind um, self-sabotage in a way to like, you know, break out of things. I mean, we all do. What are we monks? What am I, the Dalai Lama over here? Yeah. Everybody does it. Yeah, no, and you pick your vice. Uh, we're going to talk to, I mean, obviously, when you think of self-harm, the first thing you think of is people who cut themselves. Mm-hmm. Cutters, um, and I hate the term, but I think it's just normal. Uh, cutters. That sounds yeah. like a bar downtown. Yeah, you know, I got a cutters? <laughs> <laughs> Worst strip club in America. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, down to the bone, baby. But um, we're going to talk to a very funny comedian, uh, Justy Dodge, about this issue. She um, She's experienced it. 
Uh, she's dealing with it currently, and she is, I think, doing well with it. Uh, yeah. But let's check in with Justy, uh, see how she's doing, and then we'll come back and talk to you guys about uh, some other types of self-harm. We love you. Be good to yourselves. Alabama, heart goes out to you. Admit it. You think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that no one wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but you'd be wrong. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why I decided to take action to protect myself from cyber criminals. I use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN protection only takes one click. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. For less than $7 a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash brighter side. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash brighter side for three months free with one year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash brighter side to learn more. This is Ed. How you doing? Oh, hi, Ed. What's going? How are you? How- I'm good, Justy. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for talking to us. I really appreciate you uh, you, you jumping on and talking about a uh, sensitive subject like this with us. No problem. I feel like I get asked about it a lot. I'm kind of shocked when comics don't talk about it. <laughs> so you're surprised when comics don't talk a lot about it. So do people come up to you and they, because you are open about it on your set, about uh, cutting yourself. So do other comics come yeah. up to you and say like, oh, I do the same thing, but I don't want to share it? I, I've had I've had a couple comics come up to me with um, similar, not cutting, but other self-mutilation, other self-harm issues that, you know, doesn't just have to be cutting. There's burning. There's picking. There's a, there's a whole variety of you know ways you can <laughs> mutilate yourself. But I think I get I get it I get it more from audience members or people who listen to podcasts like this or you know what I mean or or actually comics kids now. Oh, do you think it's more with women yeah. or do you get more women coming up to you or more men? Do you think? Um, it's it's more in uh, studies have shown that women do are more. Uh, more likely to do it, but there are there is like a chunk of men that do obviously do it too. But I think it's a weird, you know, it's kind of like society in the way things are kind of like men men don't want to admit it. I feel like as much because it shows like a weakness almost kind of a thing. It's not, but that's how we're programmed to think. You know what I mean? Interesting. And when did you start doing it, or because uh, yeah, start self harming? Um, I I think I was eleven. I think I was eleven. I started like scratching my wrist. And then, um, yeah, it, it gradually just escalates. It's just like any, it's like an addiction, like anything. It gets worse and worse and worse. You know, to exacto knives, the razor blades, 
the cuts get deeper, like that kind of a thing. Wow, they get deeper. That's crazy. Now, uh, is this something that you've uh, managed uh, over time? Are you uh, more under control with it now, or do you yeah, still? Is it still something that happens? It's like it's like again, it's like any kind of like addiction. I think I don't. I never say like I. I don't. I don't do it as much. Obviously, I have slips. I call them slips. You know, like almost like relapses. I kind of treat it like that. It's it's nowhere what it used to be. Like I'm 32 now. Started when I was 11. So I've been doing this to kind of cope. You know, for over half of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, and I kind of explain it to people. Like it's it's just like like a heroin addiction, but it's just more jarring because you see it. Not just like, but you know what I mean. Like it's the same thing. Like you're doing it in an, unhealth, an unhealthy thing to cope with whatever kind of, you know, emotional, physical, all this pain, all this mental stuff that's going on. But, like, it is, it's very jarring to see, and I think that's why people tend to, like, freak out way quicker than opposed to, like, a drug addiction or so. You know what I mean? Because you don't physically see all that necessarily, like, if you cut on somebody's arm or, or burns on somebody's skin. But, yeah, I manage it. I try to, I mean, I'm in therapy. I've been medicated. I do little, I call it circling the urge, like, because it comes on kind of strong trigger, whatever it may be. So if I start to feel like that, like I, you know, I have like a thing of a bunch of different things I'll do. Like I'll take a walk, I'll call somebody just so like that urge kind of passes. Mm-hmm. So I'd say I, I slip probably like once every like three to six months. I try not to obviously, but I don't beat myself up if I do. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. No, of course. Of course. Because it's, you know, it's just apparently it's, it's natural. Have you ever gone, like, cut yourself so deep, like, you broke a vein, you had to go to a hospital? Um, yeah, there's been, that's a big misconception, though, too, with, with cutting and self-harm like that. It's not, it's not a suicide attempt, which I also think a lot of people, as soon as you see, like, a cut on a wrist, you know, you automatically think, oh, my God, someone tried to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not usually the case with cutters. I'm not saying that cutters don't ever try to commit suicide, but when they're cutting, it's not with the intent to end their lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yes, I have, I've gotten, I've gone too deep. That's the other, that's the risk of it too. Is like, even if you're not trying to, you know, if it, it flips like that razor to, or, you know, go, you go too hard or whatever. Yeah. That's happened to me three times where I should, you know, should have gotten stitches or should have went to the hospital, what have you. Man. Has it ever in, in, been infected yeah. or infected or like by, you know, had to take pills to, or what do you call it? Uh, what's that thing called where the pills help you not get diseases? Oyster shell? Um, antibiotics? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's it. You can yeah, tell yeah, how often I go to the doctor. <laughs> Sorry, what? No, I'm, I'm with you. That's the other reason I don't want to ever go is I'm like, I don't have health insurance. I, I've learned to, you know, tape this up myself. <laughs> I'd be great if it was a, if there was a war going on in like 1900. <laughs> I'd be great with that. I'd be great to sew people up. Wow. Let me ask you. So you said sometimes you use an X-Acto knife. Do you? Or you had used an exacto knife in the in the past. Did you actually just go yeah. to, go to an art store and like just look around and buy an exacto knife with the intention of harming yourself? One hundred percent. I've done that. I've gone to um, and you like look through uh, and pick out which store. one you want. I mean, I do the same with whiskey. <laughs> I'll take the Cuddy Shark. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, like I'll go to a hardware store. You know what's really fucked up is my dad's an electrician, right? So growing up, and my parents knew I had these problems, right? Like I was in psych wards every year and what have you. But like my dad's an electrician, so he's got, you know, this packed garage with tools and everything. And to this fucking day, dude, they still have a drawer that says with big letters, X-Acto knives, razor blades, like posted on it. Like they never got rid of that. And I was like, 
don't you think after putting me in like words, uh, you know, like your daughter having this issue, I don't know, maybe you fucking move that shit and not slightly point it out like they're, they're, they're all right there. Yeah, you don't need a <laughs> sign. I mean, you know where they are, but you don't need to be reminded if you glance in that direction. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy to me. <laughs> That's like me like, with a... Like, you never thought, I don't know, putting them upstairs, locking them, I don't know, anything. Anything, anything else that's right there. That's like me with a sign that says, like, hot young men in here. And I'm like, oh, well, right. gotta go in there. Why did, um, right, exactly. Why does it make you feel better? Or does it not make you feel better? Um, I think what it is, it's almost... I think there's two things, two big things that I've... Um, for me, and also when I've talked to other people with... Uh, it's a release of pain when you get so, like, you know what I mean? Like, you get so upset that it's almost like a release. Like, it diminishes. Um, another thing, people feel like it takes the emotional pain and it turns it into physical. Mm-hmm. Mm, kind of like when you have a headache, you're supposed to put your fingers, like, your two fingers in between your thumb and your uh, uh, index finger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it gets rid of the headache because your pain is focused here. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, makes, yeah that's a good... Yeah, um, and... <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I don't know if it's a psychological thing. Cause I feel like, feel like the, the longer I did it, like the more I didn't really feel the pain do that, mm-hmm. you know, like it starts to kind of, it just becomes a numb, like addictive thing. Like, it, like you feel like you need to be punished sometimes, which is completely, you know, not the case, but our minds are insane and make us think certain things. And did you, did you, you feel relief when it happens or do you, or do you just, yeah. get, or do you get mad at yourself after you do it? Um, I, no, I felt released uh, initially. I think that's why I kept it. Like, when I first did I remember, like, I, I, I got into, like, a fight with my mom. I was, like, 11. And I was, like, I, I just remember I'd never seen anyone do it. I'd never heard of it. I didn't know, like, the cutting thing. I didn't know it was a thing. But I remember going upstairs and, like, scratching my wrist to, like. Yeah. Interesting. That is. Please. It's pretty. I feel like that's normal, though, in a way. You know, if if you're emotionally fucked up and you know something's going on in your life, I mean, you're gonna like itch or you're gonna, you know. Yeah, I want to do a little self. Yeah, self harm manifests itself in a lot of different ways. I think cutting is just For one sure, of them. Dude. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, even it, like bulimia and stuff like that. Like any, like any, any. Yeah, like the physicality and like the the. the uh, ingesting your like you're putting your fingers down your throat to feel like to get poison or to get that emotion or that release that like that's such a harsh thing such a such a like pain like you know what I mean yeah like you're saying like a mutilation thing to do to your body it comes in so many forms even something as simple as like biting your cuticle till they bleed interesting you know really? I, mean? I definitely do that there's no question about that I bite my fingernails I mean, and up and, and like the skin on the side there's no I like you can look at my fingers and they're like all fucked up I can't help yeah. it, you know. It's, I mean, what's worse, like, or, you know, to think about it, say your parents are going through a divorce and you're 15 years old. Mm-hmm. What's worse, to deal with those emotions head on or to just go and put your fingers down your throat and now I'm only thinking about throwing up dinner? That's it. It's a very simple thing you're thinking about. That is an interesting way to look at it. It's just, I think it's, what happens, like, so, like, as we're talking about it, manifest itself it gets worse and worse and worse and it, you know what i mean it becomes so bad like i have nerve i have severe nerve damage in my arm now really and i can't yeah i can't fix that and in my arm my it, it, you clearly can see it in the left arm it's really bad like it's not it's not a, a, an appealing thing to look at you permanent, know? permanent scars it, it yeah the scars are so bad 
it's not, it's, it's really, it's not, I'm not embarrassed of it anymore. Like I want, like I used to be, but mm-hmm. it's really hard as like a 32 year old adult, you know, and having conversations or going out on dates or whatever it is. And you have to explain that, you know what I mean? You ever just lie yeah. and say something else? Like, uh, I got, I oh, tried yeah, to I jump over cats. some barbed wire. Yeah. And then I'm like, I love cats to fuck with people and to see what they react with. But <laughs> <laughs> You wear long sleeve yeah, shirts a lot, right? I, you wear long sleeve shirts a bunch? I do, and I've gotten better with, like, especially, I mean, it's so fucking hot in the summertime. What are yeah. you gonna it's do, impossible. You, know I mean? like, you gotta go out. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, in New York, at least, the, like, the, the perk of it is everyone already looks so fucking weird here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking at my arm, you should be looking a little bit harder at everything else around you. Interesting. Um, Have you ever thought about getting tattoos, I, like a big arm sleeve tattoo? Yeah, I, I have, I have, um, I have one kind of like that kind of goes over a little bit of one, but the scar tissue is so thick. Also, like I thought the first one I got kind of that goes over some of the scarring that it wouldn't hurt. So I was like, oh, this this scar tissue is so dead. But because now I have such bad nerve damage and it's so thick, it's really hard for the artist to like actually make out what he's trying to like the shape or the design or the lettering because it's so messed up. Interesting. Uh, it could be like a tiger yeah. and like the you know how the, or like a leopard. A, I, I can write my jokes. I could do like a set list. Did I? Go ahead. What? When you got the tattoo, was that uh, a weird trigger for you? Did that was that satisfying, or was that uh, something a different feeling? I think it's a little bit different because it's like you're expecting. You know, like I, I was like, let me call my mom before I get tattoos because that usually puts me in like the mind frame. But <laughs> yeah, but with like with, with like Connie, it's yeah, like getting a tattoo is a little bit different. There is a, I think everybody who has you know multiple tattoos, it's a weird release, and I think you kind of get off the pain of it. I do, but it's a different kind of pain. I mm. think. So, what triggered you when you were eleven years old to start uh, doing this? I think that fight with my mom just kind of came out of nowhere. Like I said, I had not seen it before. I just. Yeah, my instinct was just to start scratching, and I don't, I don't know why. I just knew it felt better. It's like it hurt, but I, it felt better. Like I don't know if I felt the need to be like punished or whatever. It, I don't know what it was. Eleven, because eleven's fucking young too. You know what I mean? Like, and throughout the years, I was, you know, putting lots of like psychiatric uh, wards and lots of like adolescent therapies and all that thing, all that kind of stuff. And they, they think that when you start. When you start self-mutilation so young, there was some kind of trauma that had happened in your life, whether you remember it or not, whether it's repressed or not. So, like, I mean, you know, there was theories like I could have been molested, I could have been, you know, um, physically abused, but I don't remember anything per se. I, there's, like, there's bits and pieces that will come into my mind, you know, but your your mind is a powerful thing, man. If it represses something, there's usually a reason for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I don't. I don't try. And it can also to like open that up. Yeah, it can also make Sorry. up memories too. It's weird. You like yeah, one hundred percent. It changes your memories every time you tell a story. It changes just like how like one word of it will change, and then over the course of twenty years, it's a completely different story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was a, there was a thing done. I think we discussed this a uh, couple episodes back about memory. Um, but there was a woman teaching a class on, um, it was all about how we shouldn't trust someone's accuracy in the courtroom. And then somebody came in the classroom and robbed the teacher at gunpoint and then took her purse and left. And then they left and the whole, like, you know, the students were so scared and the teacher said, okay, what color was his jacket? 
and most of the students were wrong. Yeah. Damn. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, what is what do you do now? Because like, I'm sorry, what was that, Justy? Is that because it was fear-based? Like you were saying, that's not the part they remember. Or that that, that part of the memory can be messed up depending on like the heightened of emotion. Yeah, you shouldn't really trust memory or other people's accounts because um, you know, in a case of court, it's probably a heightened emotion, and of course, they're not going to look right. at the jacket and think about it. They're going to be like, "That person has a gun," you know? Yeah, that's crazy. So this is. Don't they think you with memory like the most? The most like vivid memories are the ones that are the most emotionally heightened. I don't know. I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> I remember those ducks screaming <laughs> on a lake. I remember. Uh, remember when Chris Blakely bit my eye in the middle of a fist fight. Bit your eye? Yeah. Well, my eye over my eye. He bit over my. Oh, eye. Oh, I yeah. think like bit your your eyeball. I was yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah. a fucking fight. It was, that was a fun fight. <laughs> Eddie used to get in fights. Now, Eddie, was that your version of cutting, getting into fights? I maybe it was. Like for a while, when I was a kid, I would just like brawl for no reason for a while. I mean, maybe it's because I knew I could win, but uh, the <clears throat> it was just you know I don't know what it was, but yeah, I could see that. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, just a little bit of self. Oh, you're doing self harm. Yeah, it's throwing a, yourself. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, a fist fight. I mean, we used to also just straight up box each other too. We bought some boxing gloves and we go to each other's garage and just like beat the shit out did of each other. Did you get off? Did Damn. you get off on the pain of it, like getting hit? It was, or was it more than hitting? Uh, I like both. I didn't mind it. I played football, you know, so I definitely got like uh-huh. plural concussions and didn't even know it, you know. And I, I love a good, you know, I was taught to like hit with my head. You know, and like you just hit, you, you just hit with your head, and you, you nail someone else. And if you saw stars, that was a good fucking lick. Well, you know, like it was, you know, it was one of those things. Eddie right? got a big old head, though. Yeah, I do got a big head. You got a sandbag head. <laughs> Use that to block a hurricane. It's at least thirty pounds, no question about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Justy, this is the brighter side. We try to take a positive look uh, at this stuff at everything that we talk about on the show. And obviously uh, there isn't really much of a positivity about self-harm, but uh, has, you know, what, what is something you could say that like, has this helped you actually get through any problems or is it just been a diversion? Mm, um, you know, no, I'll say that. I'll say this. Like, I, I feel like when I, when I talk about it, you know, whether it be in joke form, like, uh, just one-on-one with somebody on a podcast, whatever it may be. When I get, like, somebody coming up to me and asking me about it or telling me, you know, I've had this problem or my daughter has a problem, my girlfriend has this problem, that makes me feel better. But it, not even just in a selfish way, but, like, it's good that I'm talking about it, maybe. I'm not, you know, I don't believe in that fucking bullshit. Everything happens for a reason. That's just for people who want to, you know, they don't. Yeah, that's, that shit. that's some God that's some shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I love your fucking bed on a poster when you're 16 and you still have hope. So I, <laughs> I, do, I, I do get a sense of, like, I feel really good about that, and I don't feel like it was for nothing, and I think, and I think everybody, like you said, like, everybody has their version of cutting, everybody's got their fucking demons, that I think is true. It sucks whatever we get through it, but when you can actually help somebody else out by talking about your experiences with it, I do think that helps me, and I think it goes full circle, too, in the sense of when someone does come up to me when they thank me or when they tell me, like, I helped them or when they tell me, you know, they, they feel not less alone, it makes 
the next time I do that, I do try to, you know, when the next time I get triggered that if I want to cut or I want to do something, I do try to remember that, that other people are also trying. I think that also can help me not to do it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I I pick my thumb as we talk about this right now. Yeah, and I'm like piddling with a pen cap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is, I mean, obviously, I mean, you you mentioned there is a, like, through this, like, 10-minute conversation or how long we've been talking, you made me realize that I kind of do this thing. And I didn't, you know, I never thought about it that way before. I just thought about it as, like, biting my nails and biting my cuticles. But it is self-harm. It is. And I think that's a reason we get, when you point a finger, you got three fingers pointed back at you. Mm -hmm. Like, whenever you're, you're, you know, because you said people might be weird about the scars, it usually means that they probably do their own version of self-harm. They drink too much. I drink too much. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's just really, like. It's uh, not as physically jarring. Yeah, I follow this one guy on Instagram who just has tattoos all over his face, and he just drinks and smokes all day. Sounds like a cool dude. Yeah, he's pretty cool. But uh, (laughs) you can definitely get the sense of, like, he does not like life, and Mm -hmm. he wants to end it as soon as possible. Yeah. And just really make it more chaotic for himself, because it's just chaos and the fun, and then it will end. But to really deal with it, and to deal with the problems, and look at it face on, that kind of sucks, you know? It's a bummer, but yeah, I, it leads to a happier life, though. Painful. Yeah. Say that last part. It leads to a happier life, though, if to just sit and, like, deal with it. There was one, like, the other day I didn't sleep with this guy who was going to be very mean to me. I knew it. And I was at home, and I was just crying and sad and horny. But then the next day I was like, thank God I did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it would be ten times worse. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, no, it's nothing's worse than sleeping with someone you don't want to sleep with. Yeah, oh my God, that's <laughs> a big self harm I have. It's like, oh, he's gonna hurt me. Let's do it. What are? <laughs> that's a lot of women. <laughs> and, <lots> of women. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we all do that. No, but Matt, growth is fucking painful. Like I wish growth on people now when I hate them instead of death, because like growth is way worse. It's like, but it does it better's you. But it's like to, to go through that kind of shit. Like you're saying, like you had to sit and cry and you were upset. But you fucking knew full well that had you done it, it'd be ten times worse. You'd be sitting and crying and even hornier and with someone being mean to you. You know, how do you fucking... It's it's just that shit of, like, yeah, it's better just to fucking face this stuff head on because it just makes makes everything more exhausting. And the world's already a fucked up place. Everything's already painful. It's already hard to fucking get out of bed every day. Like, if you don't face that shit head on, it just prolongs, like, the inevitable, which is just a miserable existence. You're right. So what are some things you do? You said you like to go for a walk. Like, what are some things you recommend for our listeners? And what are some... I think, like, if you're having... And also, and also um, what are some things, because you said you've been in therapy for a while, what are some uh, advice that you've gotten of things that have worked and maybe some things that didn't work? I think a big thing, um, every, obviously every person is very different, but the physical, like, Ed, like you're saying, you know, you fighting and stuff like that, I think there's a lot of... Um, you can twist that into a positive because I think when, when you're having issues with self-harm and stuff, it is, again, the release. So any kind of physical exercise I think you can do, whether it be running, you know, walking, whatever, go to the gym, if you don't have a gym, whatever it is. But that, that kind of gets those endorphins and that releases some of that, you know, that negative stress that you might, you know, be, that might be contributing to you and your anxiety to wanting to hurt yourself. I think that's a big one for me. Writing as cliche as that is, but writing like just writing it down, you want to burn it, you want to rip it up, whatever you want to do, but you just get like that poison that's toxic out. I don't care if it makes sense, you know, no one has to ever read it. That helps a lot. 
I just think therapy in general, I think everybody over 20 should just be in therapy because we're all fucked up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, every, everybody over 20 is just fucked. I don't care. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be something specific. But in somewhere in that case, point in time, after 20, someone has died, someone has hurt you, someone has left you. You know, you've seen things, you've heard things, whatever it may be. There's addiction, there's problem, whatever. Everyone should be in fucking therapy over 20. <laughs> and should have a cape. Everyone should be in therapy and everyone should have a cape, and I think the world will be better. A cape? <laughs> Capes everyone are wonderful. Yeah, everyone should wear a cape. Capes <laughs> are. They make it. Who's not happy in a cape? Everybody's fucking happy in a cape. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right, Jesse. Wear more capes. And if you're a little ma- feeling a little masochistic, you can you know chuck yourself a little bit. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Exactly. Got all the answers, you guys. What are uh, what are some things that you've um, some advice you've gotten from therapists on how to stop? Other than what you just listed, I mean, because uh, we probably have a lot of listeners who've uh, experienced this, and so I just want to make sure that um, they they hear everything they can. Honestly, the two things I really said were like for the exercises and the writing it down. Um, each therapist also has like different, like you know, methods of how they deal with certain behaviors, certain things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you feel like you're you're an actual danger to yourself, I I do I don't think there's any shame or harm in actually going you know getting help, going going stay in a psychiatric facility, whatever the case may be. I don't think that's wrong if you're at that point, you know. But if you're not, there are other groups. Um, there are behavior uh, behavioral therapy groups or mood disorder groups you can go to if you Google that. Like, I go to one in the city. Which one do you... That's the kind of stuff. Huh? I'm sorry. Which one do you go to? Just in case... I mean, you don't have to say it. I can send you you the link because I don't... I can't even think of it off the top of my head, but I have it on here and I'll mess it up. What (laughs) would you look for... If you wanted to Google it and and search for, like, mood... Would you just Google mood disorder group or how does that... Yeah, I I mean, I think something would come up for that. I'm not 100% positive. Um... But there's, there's so many different, like, you know what I mean? There's there's self-injurers anonymous. There's even that. Like, yeah. there's a 12-step program for that, you know? I, I don't think it's obviously um, nearly as, you know, big or expanded as, like, AA and NA, but I do believe that, like, like, there's a lot of areas that do have, if you look a little bit, you can find support groups for, you know, anything, wh- wherever they are. Or you can even start with yourself. It's not actually that hard to do, but that's a big thing. That's wonderful. Well, uh, do you have anything? Um, we had a great time talking to you. Justy, thank you so much for yeah. talking to us. I get nervous. I don't know how funny we're supposed to do that. No, 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 no. It's okay. You're no. hilarious. Do you, is there anything, like any shows coming up or anything you want to plug? This will probably come out in a week from now. Less than that. Less than that. Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know, you guys. I have a pinched nerve. I can't even look at my um, calendar. <laughs> oh, Justy, thank you so much for I talking to us. I didn't even do it myself. I didn't even do it. It was like an accident. <laughs> 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 Plug your Twitter and your Instagram real quick. Oh, just Justy Dodge. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, anyone wants to talk about that stuff, I'm totally nice about it. Anyone has any questions about it, yeah, feel free. I feel, yeah, I don't I don't think it's a thing to be ashamed of. It just, if you can, you know, get a hold on it, the sooner the better. So you don't have nerve damage. You don't have these scars. You don't, such a sad thing to go through, especially, and you're not alone. There's so many people that go through it. Justy, I really appreciate you talking to us. Uh, you're such a sweetheart. Yeah, guys, thank and you for having me on. Very funny person. Check out Justy Dodge. Uh, go to her Twitter. Catch her live if you're in the city. Uh, she's hilarious. I always thought so. You always killed me as long as I've known you, and it's been a long time now, Justy. And uh, I try it. <laughs> I, miss, I miss you, and uh, I miss hanging out with you every day at the creek. 
But uh, we'll... yeah, you guys come back. <laughs> All right. Actually, I'm going to be in town next week, so maybe I'll maybe I'll see you. Hit me up. I will awesome. hit you up. All right. You guys, you take care, that Justy. Was really nice talking to you. Thank you again. Thank, Thank you, you, Justy. Be cool. Stay you cool. Guys are awesome. You're loved. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my parents. <laughs> <laughs> We should do an episode on bye. shame sometime. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, Justy. <laughs> All right. Well, Justy, thank you so much. Uh, we love you. Uh, you're the coolest, and hopefully I'll check you, see you next week. What's Hell up? yeah. Um, all right. So here are some other things I was thinking about, different ways self-harm. Different ways I think that I self-harm myself. I mean, one of the main things I do that fucks my ass up all the time is procrastination. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like procrastinate. I mean, Procrastinating is, I mean, everyone does it. You know, it's like I, Sarah Talamash, she had this great uh, tweet. She's like, my procrastination list is becoming my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> Very great comedian. Check check her out, Sarah Talamash. But it's like, it, it is. I mean, it is like you, you, you know wanna, you got to get the work done. But you don't want to do it. Yeah. And then what do you do with your time? You fucking sleep, watch TV. Love it. Yeah, and it's like you go eat, you go hang out with your friends. You know what a thing that smoke helps? Smoke some weed. Smoke some weed. You know a thing that helps with me? So like today, I know that I wanted to go downtown and look at jobs. I yeah. do make some money where I am in Hollywood, but I think as a daytime bartender, I would make better downtown. Yes. So I was laying in bed, and what's an easier thing to think to yourself? Get up and take a shower and put on your socks, or we're going to go downtown and we're going to go hand out resumes. You know, if you think of it like that, you're never going to do it. Yeah. But if you think, I'm going to get up, I'm going to put my, I'm going to take a shower, I'm going to get some makeup on, and I'm going to go. And then uh, then you can do it. You know what? Um, I got some good advice from a buddy. And it's all simple shit. The, all the advice, it's simple shit that we don't do, that we know we should do. A mm-hmm. good buddy of uh, mine, Josh Rabinowitz. He's like, dude's on top of his shit. Mm-hmm. Of everyone I know in comedy, he works the hardest and he's like, takes care of himself. And he exercises, and he work, and he gets all, and he gets all his bullshit done. He saved an orphan one time. Did he? I saw him save an orphan one time. He pulled him out of a moat. What? Yeah. Oh no, this is fake. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believed you because he's a great dude. But he is. He told me. Um, he told me that every night before the last thing he does before he goes to bed is he makes a list of the shit he's got to do tomorrow. Yeah. And then he just starts checking it off the moment he wakes up. And it's like, it's that nothing is more satisfying than making a list and checking the fucking shit off. I feel so good. Whether like I'll make a list of like movies I want to see. Yeah. And I'm so satisfied when I check one of them off, you know, and like that's all. And it's, it's that easy. And I, I do do stuff like that with or? my finances. So, um, so like I know like there's lots of things I want to buy, but if I just go out and buy them, well then I'll be broke. Definitely a, a form of self self harm oh. that I've been prone to do. I mean, like we talked about it on the on the last show in Guilty Pleasures, mm-hmm. uh, which is just like yeah, I'll just fucking randomly spend like you know fifty dollars on records and like we're like why did I do that? Why did I do that? That's all available for free on my goddamn service that I pay for. <laughs> but now I got like a piece of plastic that's a foot wide. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna listen to the same thing I get for free. You know, it's like yeah. Who knows? But I have a little notepad on my vanity, and I'm like, all right. So I need mascara, and I need some like greens mm-hmm. to eat, and then I need some pillowcases. Yeah, like the, those are like three examples, and then I'll just go check it off. Okay, got the pillowcase, got the thing. So that way, I know when I enter the world, these are things I'm looking to buy. Yeah, and not just sort of oh, I guess I'll go over here and spend a hundred bucks on shoes. Which I would, you know, that's still beneficial to me. I yeah. love shoes. I mean, shoes are great. Yeah. 
and you need shoes. You do. And you use them, and they take care of your feet. And so that is justifiable. I but am, yeah. your 10th pair of shoes, Different maybe thing. not so justifiable. I am looking for a pair of white pumps, low-heeled white pumps. Yeah, so if you hear of anyone, you can hit us up over at the brighter side <laughs> at the brighter side at gmail.com. Uh, I have an tell- Ancline purse that I got for $1 <laughs> at the Goodwill, and I love the Goodwill. But it is a vintage purse. It's beautiful. It's white, and I want some clean white pumps, low heel. I've got a blue. I like to cobble together my outfits. Mm-hmm. I've got this blue, longer, kind of blousy skirt and this very tight sort of tropical outfit. And I think if I piece those together, I could go to a rooftop party and sneak in anytime. Nice. I pieced together my own cool outfit. Yeah. Got a big premiere this week. I'm going to do a plug early. Historical roast coming out on Memorial Day, the 27th. I, it was the coolest show I ever worked on. Hell yeah. We got the premiere on Monday, the 20th. Uh, you guys are... Not invited. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking to the world. But uh, the show comes out on Netflix on the 27th, but we have a premiere, and I pieced together uh, an outfit because I wanted to wear something really stupid yeah. to the premiere because it's a comedy show, and people are going to be dressing in period. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to like spend a million dollars, and so I'm like, all right, I got these goofy shoes I bought in Italy, and I'm always looking for a reason to wear them. They're yellow suede loafers. They're Ooh. really fucking cool. I got little tiny Italian socks for my big American feet. And it's a, <laughs> it, it's great. So I'm like, all right. So I got those. Who wears shoes like that? Miami drug dealers. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to dress like a Miami drug dealer from the 90s. And I slowly piece together. I'm like, all right. So I can't wear my normal jeans. Mm-mm. So I went and got like some cool like white pants, like some linen pants, some really breathable, oh. like see-through. I'm going to wear some red underwear or something. <laughs> And then uh, linen and, does look great on men. I yeah. can't recommend enough a linen suit for men. Man, I tell you, these pants are so comfortable. Oh, they're comfortable and they look great. H and M, thirty six dollars. Wow. Go be good to yourself. Keep them ironed. That's all you got to do. Keep them ironed. Yeah, but I gotta. Do I gotta take them to? I don't. I shouldn't wash them. I should take them to the dry cleaner, right? I don't know. It, no, they don't have proper instructions on the pants. Oh damn, cocksuckers! I'll look. I'll, let's Google. Let's Google it. All right, and then I got a really nice pink shirt. This big pink shirt, and I got a, I got some gold. I'm gonna wear some fake gold. Look at you! And I found an old ring uh, that I, that my mom gave me years ago for because I was a uh, Mr. Lion of my height because we were the Olympic Heights Lions, and I was Mr. Lion, and so my mom bought me like this like uh, gold lion ring <gasps> that I just that Julie just found like buried in a jewelry box. I Amazing. didn't even know I had. And so I put it on. It still fit my fucking fat finger. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and so I'm going to wear that lion head on my finger, and then I'm going to go, what are you looking up? Uh, As a general rule, linen shirts, shorts, and skirts, and pants can be machine laundered on the delicate or short cycle with cold water. I ain't fucking with it. I'm bringing it to the dry cleaner. <laughs> Trying to keep these pants. I'll fuck that up. And then, uh, but yeah, no, so I, you, I pieced together and I did what I could with nice, with uh, you know, because you, you went for something, I'm going to have fun. Yeah. It's regardless. And you don't need to spend a million dollars every don't. time. Piecing together an outfit feels so satisfying because you walk out and people are like, how did, where did you get that? Yeah. And I love just being like, I got it for one dollar. Yeah, and I think another form of, of odd self-harm could be be looking like shit on purpose. Yeah. You know, just like refusing to like even like I know people who, you know, got money and then like got showers. Won't buy, yeah, and won't buy new shoes and won't get new shirts and are wearing the same shit from 10 years ago. I mean, granted, I'm one of them. You know, like I still got lots of old shit that I, I still wear. But you know, it's like, I don't know. You gotta take care of yourself. You gotta like you gotta 
dress to be the person you want to be. Yeah. You know, even if you can't afford that, you can make steps that way. And you got to, you know, if you want to be a schlub, dress like a schlub. You want to be, you know, a successful, you know, businessman, then you got to dress the part. Dress like it. Definitely, I've had some days where I felt like not 100%. Mm-hmm. And I um, just didn't wash my hair, didn't take care of it, walked out into the world. And then I received just more negative energy. And then it just made me want to be more negative. Yeah. But the second I, like, faced that and I said, you look like shit. And I took a shower and washed my hair. The world just, like, opened up to me. I love when people tell me I look good. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you're not going to get that by not trying. That's for sure. If I walk out in my Adidas pants and my fucking Brazil flip-flops, I'm going to look like a piece of shit. I think sometimes I deserve to look like a piece of shit because I don't feel like dressing up. And you're tired. And I make that choice, you know. (laughs) But, you know, I'm just saying, guys, the better you are to yourself, the better you can be to other people. A lot of self-harm also is, you know, you're you're angry with yourself and you say, like, I hate myself. Mm -hmm. I'm no good. And then you sort of, like, treat other people that way. Yeah. That's some... That's the biggest kind of self-harm you see. I mean, that's like emotional cutting, but just with the scars are on your inside. Yeah. All right. Here's the next one. Drug use. And for us, yep. I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead. Pot and booze. That's the one we could speak to the most. I yeah. mean, I, I don't know. I've never really, I do like, I never had like an actual drug addiction, but thank God. But yeah. um, I used to do a bunch of drugs. And mm-hmm. then one time I was backstage at a TJ Miller show because he's a friend of mine mm-hmm. and it was like a big theater. And I did some mushrooms and they were like, hey, Amber, do you want to go on and do five? And what an incredible experience that could have been. But I was too fucked up. I couldn't yeah. even speak. And after then, I just like I don't do I just don't do drugs. Yeah, really. Maybe occasionally some pot. Mm-hmm. That's it. Have you ever performed on mushrooms? No, I don't think I have. I did it once. Yeah? I did it twice. Four times? Well, I mean, well, if you count podcasts, then, you Every know, night. It's like 10. But the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's... Uh, but yeah, no, it's a choice. It's a choice. I mean, you could... It's like, you know, we got it done, but with the, was the show the best it could be? I mean, no. probably not. But it was a... Sh- they, people did come knowing that Murder Fist was doing an hour on mushrooms. Rock and, and so. roll. Zach Galifianakis, live with the Purple Onion, he was on mushrooms. Rock and roll. And it was like a funny, hilarious special. Yeah, and what mushrooms are different, I feel like, you know, as someone who's got a big bag at their house. I I, <laughs> I, I feel like mushrooms are different because they help expand your brain yeah. and they keep you moving in the positive. And me, they keep me moving in a positive, uh, creative light. And I've also gotten to the point now where I know how much to take. I don't fuck myself up anymore. I'm not trying to lose my mind and drool on myself and pour bong water on myself because nothing matters. You yeah. know, I'm trying to, you know, just be a little goofy when I go see the Avengers or fish. You know, I'm not, you know, it's just, just what I'm saying is know your limits. Everything's good in moderation and you don't got to do it when you wake up. No. Uh, give yourself some time. I mean, sure, I definitely smoke when I wake up sometimes, but I do it on days when I know I can. Yeah. I don't do it on a day when I know I got to go be creative all day or I got to go work really hard. You know, I do it on a day where I intentionally want to feel the nothing. Interesting. Yeah. With me, self-harm is cigarettes. Because mm. a lot yeah, of times... you time, do smoke. I do. I don't fuck with you on that, but you shouldn't. I know. You know it's killing you. I know. And you still do it. Yeah, it's bad. And I think to myself, um, I hate this. I My hate father this. had a heart attack at 40. Yeah. My grandfather had three heart attacks before he died, all from cigarettes, and he died of a stroke. He survived every one of those heart attacks. 
you know, not people, you talk about lung cancer and you talk about all that emphysema and shit, but heart, heart failure, it's, it's part of it, you know? So, I mean, the cigarettes thing, I really wish it would stop, but I don't, like I said, you don't fuck with me with my vices. I don't fuck with you, your vices. Yeah. We're just currently talking about it. I think I had what, four today? That's not bad. Yeah. That's, I have a general, six is as much as I have. Okay. As as I have. That's not bad. That's better. I mean, shit. My dad was smoking three packs a day when he had his heart attack, so it's a, oh. it's a bit different. <laughs> but, but yeah, for it's... me, it's vanity, um, and I think vanity is a good thing um, to have vanity because I don't want to get the wrinkles. And oh, like, you don't. You want to stop for vanity. For vanity, that yeah. makes sense. Well, you know, vanity. I mean, you want to look good. That's yeah. not you know, that's not that's not vain. I want to look good. I want to smell good. Yeah. I want to age gracefully. And cigarettes do not help with that. No. Hey, boys. Uh, man, hey. Yeah, man, I still, I've told this story a million times, but that woman who tipped me $10 was like, go get yourself a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> it was burned into my memory. I was like, damn, woman, you know what you would do with this $10. <laughs> In New York, cigarettes are $18 now. Oh, you know what? I mean... I mean, it's, cigarettes are going to be illegal. Pot's going to be legal. And mushrooms are going to be legal. So we're going to see some funny, weird shit, you know, go down. Yeah. And so, I mean, but... Um, As a smoker, I don't mind that they're $18. I don't mind that they're $10 here. Because that, yeah. that just means to me, like, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and becomes also, less and less practical. Yeah, and the jewel, I think, is worse than cigarettes because you don't know how much you're smoking. Oh, man, it's some of those things, the popcorn flavor and the caramel flavor... I just looked it up. Do cause cancer? Oh yeah. Yeah, that those weird. You don't know what fucking what they're putting in there to make it taste like cream soda. You know, like that's not, tobacco doesn't taste like cream soda. No. You're, you're doing these giant plumes of smoke. There's no way it's good for you. And a lot of like millennials. I mean, some of them don't even know that's got nicotine in it. You know, and it's just like it's because they just do it because they do it. You know, and granted. We've all been a young, dumb idiot. Yeah. You know, and now, you know, but there is a time in your life when you have to decide, am I going to spend the rest of my days doing this or am I going to spend the rest of my days bettering myself? Exactly. And some people get lucky. Some people smoke a cigarette every day and live to 100. George Burns smoked a cigar every day and he lived to 100. Some people get out scot-free, you know, but, you know, I would say that 98% don't. Yeah. And so some of them end up with no fingers and shit. Oh and so God. you don't want that. I Remember don't... those ads on the subway with oh. the woman with no fingers? Yeah. Because she kept like smoking cigarettes too much. And so nicotine started eating away at her fucking fingers. Just her nubs. She's just smoking a cigarette with two nubs. Yeah. I mean, what, are you, what are you doing? I know. Talk about self-harm. Yeah. For Christ's sake. That's the most self-harm I'm doing. Oh, my God. Um, the last part of self-harm that uh, I guess I feel like the ultimate form of self-harm, suicide. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's fucked up. It's, you and know, it's usually it's, people it that happens you, you think a lot. I'm oh, sorry. I, no, I mean. We're... It's usually people that are like um, you think are happy. Like my uh, cousin did it. Mm -hmm. And I always saw her because I grew up with her, you know, visiting her. And I always thought she was a very happy young lady. Yeah. Last time I saw her, we were she was water skiing in the bayou and uh, black velvet came on and the sun was setting and she was smiling and mm -hmm. just did a just skiing. And we were all looking at her. And we're like, wow, she's beautiful and confident and smart and kind. And then she took a gunshot. She took a shotgun 
When? Did, was it soon after that? This was maybe a week after. She took a Damn. shotgun and it missed, and then she took another shotgun to her own head. That's how much she wanted to kill herself with a wow. fucking shotgun. Man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the pain that someone goes through the moment they before they decide to do something like that or try or attempt. You know, I can only speculate. I've never been through it. I'm not a fucking therapist. I don't yeah. study this shit. But I do know that it's... I don't know. I mean, I was going to say it's not worth it, but who knows what that fucking person's going through. I don't know. I mean, I say it's not worth it, but then two minutes later I'll say, if I can't walk, then fucking kill me. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, but then you, know, I say that, and I, then I look at my dad with no fucking legs taking a couple steps. You know, so it's just like, what is, you know, what I, is think, it? I think there's always a reason to live. Um, it is your life. I guess I was hooking up with this guy last night and he said that when he was eight years old, his eight year old friend killed himself. And I said, what did he Kids write a suicide note in crayon? <laughs> <laughs> Evil. <laughs> did he laugh? Yeah, he did. Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> His head was on my breast. Yeah, I, I mean, it. like kids. I mean, when I was a child, I thought about it because yeah. you don't know what life and death is. You know, you're like, oh, I'll just jump over this, this fucking thing. Yeah, this kid yeah. was in a Boy Scout, so he knew how to make a noose, so he hung himself. Oh, man. Yeah, we shouldn't teach children how to make nooses. That should be something that comes, like, with your driver's license, at least. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he also said as a kid that as a school trip, when they were, like, seven or eight years old, they took them to a farm and showed them cows getting killed. Oh, yeah. A slaughterhouse. They, yeah, they showed them to a slaughterhouse. Like, I mean, that's not a field trip. I mean, as long as there's a cheeseburger at the end of it, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I mean, I always, I always said in another life I'd be a butcher, so... You'd make a good butcher. I'd fucking love it. And you'd marry, I could see you marrying a pianist, like a woman that teaches how to, kids how to play the piano. Just go live on Nantucket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just carve up pork chops every day. Man. All right. I'm ending the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's fucked up. Uh, our friend, uh, colleague Brody, killed himself recently, Brody Stevens. A uh, great comedian. I talked about it on the show before in one of our diaries episodes, and uh, yeah, it's he seems fine. You know, yeah. he seemed like he was in a great place. Yeah. And this is someone that we knew had problems. He'd been in that in and out of institutions. The whole Comedy Central television show de- uh, devoted to it. Uh, go check it out. Enjoy it with Brody Stevens. Uh, the dude, uh, he was his whole life was about positivity. His whole it's spreading positivity and making sure that we were all doing okay and. You know, and like, you know, he was a good man. Yeah. Uh, but these demons chase you. And it's a lot of like, I want to make other people feel okay because I don't want to do with my own emotions, I mm-hmm. think. And some people just got, you know, for lack of a better word, a broken brain. Yeah. You know, and they got some shit going on in their brain that's eating it. And every person is different. And we all got broken brains, though. Yeah. To some extent. I think everybody's got a bit of a broken brain. Justy taught me that I'm fucking self-harming myself. Hell yeah. You know, and so, I mean, who knows what's going on in your head? Uh, but I think the important thing is, is you don't go through it by yourself. Mm-mm. You know, this is why people go crazy in solitary confinement. You know, you need other people. We are here. We're... Talk Pack to animals. Pack, you know? Yeah, talk to us. We have a whole uh, Instagram page. We have a people, whole Instagram page. We've got a Facebook group that's very supportive. Even if me and Amber aren't on there, there's, everyone takes care of each other on there. And everyone's cool to each other. And that's just one example. But you can go anywhere. You talk to, there's got to be someone you trust. And if there isn't, you know, you got to, 
there, there's a way to find one. There is. I have a phone number we can all look up. Oh, the suicide hotline? Or, or it's, um, oh, geez, what was I looking up? Oh, 1-800-273-8255. There we go. Emergency help. Yeah. It's amazing it isn't 1-800-SUICIDE. It should be. Just That's the seven easy. letters. It's so easy. Someone just... must have taken it. It's probably like spell something else like cats for sale. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you should just be able to pick up the phone and be like, I kill myself. And then it just like sends you to some hotline. You, you know what I mean? You need to do what makes you happy, guys. Um, and then once you take care of yourself, uh, you can take care of other people. And it's making like, you happy is like uh, what made my mother happy was giving people gifts. Uh, and I know that that can get expensive and I know that it, uh, money wise, uh, but there's different ways to give gifts, a hug, you know, a hug uh, just a nice thing to say to somebody. Uh, give it out. It comes back. I promise. Yeah. And just like, like you said, take care of yourself. Like you're on an airplane that's crashing. It always says you put the mask on first and then you put the mask on somebody else. Yeah. Hey guys, Ed Larson from the brighter side here. And I'm here to talk to you about Quip. It's time for some spring cleaning and Quip's got an easy way to start. It's with your brushing habits. Two minutes, twice a day can help pave the way for a healthier mouth and mind and now the whole family can get refreshed with quip it's not just for adults anymore the new kids quip has the same two minute timer and guiding pulses as an original version with no childish gimmicks so they can brush just like a grown-up kids are inspired to brush better and more often with oral care that looks and feels like the product adults use in their lives man i tell you i just got my quip package in the mail yesterday it's such a i love it who would have thought I'd live in a day and age where toothpaste just comes to me in the mail and I'm just good to go. And I got my little travel thing. I'm going away next week. I'm so pumped. You know, I tell you, people brush too hard and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. That's why Clip has sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. My gums are so sensitive, they, I called them pink and they got mad at me. You know, up to 90% of us don't brush for the full two minutes or, you know, they don't clean evenly. So Quip has a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides and help you to clean your whole mouth evenly. They take care of this for you. 75% of us use old, worn-out brushes that are ineffective. Quip has brush heads automatically delivered on a dentist's recommended schedule every three months for just $5. A friendly reminder when it's time to refresh and stay committed to your oral health. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association, the ADA, if you don't got time to say it, and they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. My mouth's great. I walk down the street ear to ear just so people can look at my pearly whites. And I tell you what, Quip gives me the confidence to do that. I know they look good. I know my breath don't stink. I'm not a close talker, but I'm starting to get in there, baby. That's why I love Quip and why over 1 million happy, healthy mouths do too. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash brighter side right now, you can get your first refill pack free. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash brighter side. 
So this is the brighter side of self-harm. Uh, Jussie gave us a good one. What do you think is one, Amber? I think it's a go good first? way to look into, like, um, um, why am I doing this? You know? Because, yeah. like, I drink a lot. And then I sit and I think, why am I drinking? What am I trying to hold back? Because, honestly, I think that when you have a monster inside of you, you and the monster wants to get to you, uh, you when you lock it away... The monster's going to keep trying to get to you. So you got to get stronger and stronger chains. Yeah. And just like Jesse said, first it starts as scratching and then it goes to you actually going to the hospital because you like cut something big. Yeah. You know, so you've got to figure out. So maybe, maybe this is a, th- a way of sitting down and saying, why am I doing this? And then just sitting with that monster and dealing with it. Yeah. Um, the way I, I look at it is self harm. You know, once you know you've done it, you know that you need to take a look and fix yourself and make yourself better, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I think that it is important. I've said it, you know, I'm blue in the face saying it, that you need to just take a look at yourself and find out what makes you happy and do it. Uh, it's not always your job. You know, I mean, jobs are jobs. You know, we all take jobs we don't like. Even us, uh, me and Amber are, you know, pursuing what people would say, pursuing your dreams. We're just trying to do the only job we know how to do. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we got to take gigs we don't want to take and then you fucking do the job, you know. And so it's just about doing what you got to do to put yourself in a happy place and letting yourself reach that place. Um, I will say I did a bar show recently where we had this bar tab and granted it was a hostile rock and roll show. Mm-hmm. I went up, I did it. I at least got them to pay attention and somewhat laugh. So I'm like, whoop, you know, but this those one, rock gigs are impossible. They're impossible. But this one girl, she ate a burger and a lemonade on that bar tab and then gets on stage and she was like, there's better things I can do with my time and then left. And I'm like, you just got a burger from them like at least give them five minutes yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I, I was a little upset by that you were you were but she you know she beat the system she did <laughs> she got a free burger out of that all right guys this is the brighter side we love you take care of yourselves spread that love around pet a dog pet a cat gerbil whatever the fuck you got uh whatever you see uh it's just you know look at the flowers you know it's spring's happening summer's coming go for a walk be outside, even if it's a little rain. Enjoy the fucking rain. Figure it out, man. It's yeah. just, you know, every time you have a negative thought about something, flip it on its goddamn ass. Hoopa goo goo that shit. Yeah, and then f- just move on. This is, you know, it's bullshit piles up, and you gotta take care of yourself, and you gotta take care of the ones you love. I was and looking then at, spread it around to people you don't spread know. Spread it around. I was looking at a video, and this guy broke down mathematically. If you live for the weekends, how long of a life are you going to have? Ooh. And it was, say, you're 22 at the time of watching the video and you lived about 80. You're only going to have a life of 11 years. And that's why you got a party on a Tuesday. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Um, taking you. Taking us out today. Also, Amber has been listening to some really killer 1970s grocery music. That's what you heard under her speech at the top of the episode. Yes. How do people find that? Because uh, it was fun. Uh, yeah, it was, look it up. I'll do some plugs real quick. Yeah. Um, 
Fucking classy night out, rock and roll, second Wednesday every month at the Pack Theater. Amber crushed it last month. Uh, she's going to come back, and we're going to do a live brighter side uh, for just like five minutes with the audience. So get there early. It definitely always You can't always get in. Make sure you get there early. Uh, you can hit me up. Maybe if you're nice, I'll put you on the list. But I only got a couple spots, so hit me up early. And um, we love you guys. And you're going to come. You bring us your problems. Me and Amber will solve that shit right on stage. You just got to be open in front of a crowd. Yeah. And you know what? I'll even give whatever's bothering me first so you guys loosen up a little bit. That's Classy Night Out, the second Wednesday of the month, hosted by me and Mr. Henry Zabrowski, the king of LPN. Well, I mean, you know, co-king with Marcus and Ben. Mm. And... uh, what else is going on? Historical Roast. Check it out. May 27th, Monday, Memorial Day. At the end of the weekend, when you're all fucking barbecued out, slip on some Historical Roast. Learn a little bit. Try to put as much facts in there as possible. It is the coolest show I've ever worked on. I love it with all of my heart. Watch it. Put that shit on and leave the house uh, so my views go up and they they give me another season. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, and um, brighter side on uh, Instagram. Amber just hooked up my phone, and yeah. so I'll put a, I'll post right now after this. And uh, I don't know what do you got going on. What's what's your fucking doo doo boo boo? Jeez, just a lot of like introspection, <laughs> <laughs> which kind of sounds like it sucks. So, like work and a lot of like thinking, and I feel like my stand up's getting on like a new leaf right it now. It is unbelievable. You Thank showed you. up too drunk to go on stage to Classy Night Out last time, and I made you go up, and you crushed anyway. Oh, and I, it was you fucking could tell I was cool. Drunk. You told me, oh. and then uh, okay. <laughs> you're like, "Oh, I drank a little bit." I was like, "And you got me out of a jam because my comedians didn't show up on time." Thank you, which always happens, and you really hooked me up. Did I seem it. drunk on stage? No, you did not seem. You killed it. You Thank fucking you. crushed. Thank you destroyed, you. and it was badass. You saved my ass. And I really, and it means the world to me. Aww. And and thank you so much. Thank you. And you're a fucking clutch hitter. And I appreciate <laughs> that shit with all of my heart. Check out Amber on your socials at Amber Smelson on both of them. I'm at Eddie Tunes, Eddie Tunes underscore on Twitter. Um, Alabama, hang in there. We love you. Taking us out today is Badfinger. Um, this is my ha- is some of my happy music. Aww. This is some of my. It just keeps me going. Just keep the songs called day after day. The it is the happiest shit I've ever heard. Fucking Peter Ham, the guy who sings it, hung himself. He killed himself. You never know what someone's going through. Yeah. Um. So check the song out and be good to yourselves and take care of everyone else too, man. Uh, hang in there and we love you. Every day my mind. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Packages by Expedia. You were made to be rechargeable. We were made to package flights, hotels, and hammocks for less. Expedia. Made to travel. 